our studies tonight, we're going to talk about identifying the uncommon man, identifying the, the uncommon man. You're not going to know uh, whom that uh, person may be if you don't know how to identify, okay? That, that's very important, very important. Identifying the uncommon man in your life is significant because the uncommon man is not like anyone else, okay? The uncommon man is not, or woman, is not like anyone else. It is the uncommon man and woman or men and women uh, that you need to hold in high esteem. Now watch this. Once you identify who they are, we need to hold them in high esteem. All right, so who 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 might these people be? Who might these people be? Well, uh, these particular people, um, they are the learned, skilled, proven, responsible, wise, successful, trusted, passionate, visionary, and have a winning attitude. <laughs> the uncommon person have a winning attitude. Now watch this. Will the uncommon person that you meet have all of these characteristics? No. <laughs> They're not going to have all of these characteristics. See, I don't want. I want to. I want to. I want to make that very clear because I don't want nobody to say, "Oh well, I might well tune out now because I'm so far from some of this until it's ridiculous." No. Okay, the uncommon person don't have to have all of these characteristics. Watch this. They are easily recognized because they speak a different language. And when I say they speak a different language, I'm not talking about they speak in tongues every other word. Okay? I'm not, I'm not even what I'm talking about. Here it is. It is the language of all things possible. It is a language of faith. You show me a person that's always talking negative, that's not an uncommon individual. <laughs> that's just like everybody else. Show me a person that's always always talking about how sick they are, how broke they are. Every time you meet them, that's all they want to talk about. That's just a common person. You can, you can find that conversation anywhere. Okay? But the uncommon individual, okay, is 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 different. Unique. They are above average. The uncommon man or woman is the person you want to know and greatly value access to their gifting. Remember I told you, don't forget that word, gifted, gifting. Okay? Uh, uh, those of you that's looking at me now or maybe just listening to me, some of y'all got some great gifts. <laughs> Somebody, had, some of you all have some great gifts. You do. Listen to me. You have some. You have some great gifts. And watch this. A lot of people are suffering because you won't allow God to use that gift. Now we're going to talk about that a little, 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 little later on. Okay. God gives all of us. All of us, remember some time ago, uh, we did a series on that, okay? Every believer have at least one gift. Every believer. He gives us a measure of faith, and he gives you at least one gift. Now, am I limited to one gift? No. But you have at least one gift, I don't want nobody to send in the chat no question, Pastor, what is my gift? You, you have to ask God what your gift is. 
But I tell you what, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you ask God and allow God to show you your gift and you begin to operate in your gift, guess what? Other people will be able to identify. That's what we're talking about. Okay? They're going to be able to identify the gift that's in you. You watch folk who always got to go around telling folk what they gifted to do and put it on their forehead and, and, and make T-shirts. Okay, my gift is this and a big old T-shirt. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> that's really not that person's gift because why still you can't even identify with what they're saying their gift is. All right, and so the uncommon is different. They're unique. They're above average. Okay. And so as we discover so far, so far, the uncommon man or woman is full of wisdom, full of wisdom. Okay? A lot of people is full of knowledge, but they're not full of wisdom. Remember, we, remember I told you before, knowledge is what you know. Okay? Wisdom is applying, knowing how to apply what you know. That's wisdom. It don't matter how much money I make if I'm not wise in my spending. <laughs> because I can have a million dollars today and be broke tomorrow. Somebody said that's a lot of spending, but some folk can do it. It don't take that long. Did you guys know it don't take that long to spend a million dollars? You go buy you okay, let's, real quick, you go buy you a $700,000 house. You only got, what, $300,000 left over. Then you go out there and buy that brand new car and, you know, you want to spend eighty, ninety thousand 90000 on that. Uh-oh, it's almost gone. And then don't forget about your relatives. They ain't called you in about six months. <laughs> I see some of y'all laughing, but you know it's the truth. They haven't called you and checked on you during the, this stay-home period. You ain't even heard from some of them. Okay? But get that money. Come on, get that money. You're going to hear from everybody. You're going to even hear from some church members you ain't heard from when they find out that you got some money. So a million dollars is not a lot of money. So God has to give us wisdom that if we're blessed with a million, he has to give us wisdom of how to be able to spend it. And so the uncommon man and woman, they're full of wisdom. Not only that, they are learned, skilled, accomplished achievers. They believe in achieving. They don't stop. In other words, if they fail, they understand that failure is not fatal. Oh, my God, that's a whole other series. I don't want to start on that. Failure is not fatal. You show me a person who's trying to do anything, and I'll show you a person who's going to fail a few times. It's just not going to, it's just not, you know, we're the kind of people that, come on, let's be honest. We're the kind of people that, oh, no, we don't like to fail in what we're doing. Sometimes failure can be embarrassing, okay? But that's okay. I don't mind being embarrassed a couple of times if I know that if I keep at it, I'll be able to achieve the results that I'm looking for, all right? And so right on your paper, I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't quit. Come on. Some of you all got, got, got business down inside of you. You was going to open up a shoe store and you only sold one pair of shoes. On the first day you open, you say, I'm done. No, you, gotta stick, you have to stick with it, okay? And so, and so the uncommon, the uncommon, all right, the uncommon, they are accomplished achievers. And the reason why they achieve is because they don't quit. Now, here's the part. They carry a winning spirit. They carry a spirit, I'm going to win. It's not competition. It's, 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 I'm going to win. Okay? Not only, watch this, they carry a spirit, a winning spirit, and they are people of excellence. Now, 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 you got to be real careful when we use that word excellent. We got to really be careful when we use that word excellent. In other words, when we use that word, and when I say people of excellence, really what I'm saying is they put their best foot forward, any old thing just won't do. <laughs> okay, because here's the thing I've discovered. When a person has done their best, that's really all they can do. All right, let me, let me, let me break it down. When you cook, when you fry that chicken the best you can, 
That's as best you can fry chicken. I already know. Your chicken ain't going to taste like mine. I already know your chicken ain't going to taste like mine. Not that my chicken is better than your chicken. Are you following what I'm saying? But it just could be a different taste I'm looking for or a different taste that you're looking for. So when we say that that that, 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 that um, they have a winning spirit and they are people of excellence, I'm saying that any old thing won't just, they don't settle for any old thing. They don't go to the car wash and wash the outside of the car and the inside look like a dump. Uh-oh. Did I just say that? I'm sorry. But they take the time not only to run the car through the car wash just and, and wash the outside, but they'll stop and vacuum, get the trash out, okay? Now the car is complete. They don't just say, well, ain't nobody going to see the inside. Only people is going to see uh, the outside. No, but for you, you see the outside and the inside. Now, I use that analogy because that should be the same way with our lives. Okay? It should be, I don't just want people to look at me on the outside and I look holy and I look like a preacher and I sound like a preacher and the whole nine yards. Okay? But the inside have to be cleaned, separated, consecrated, okay? Just like the outside. Somebody say amen, even though I can't hear you. All right. And so these are the ones, watch this. These are going to be the individuals that's going to add meaning to your life. They're going to add meaning to your life. They're going to help you see the world in a different light. I don't care what nobody say. I need somebody to come show me a different light. So I'll be the first one to go. <laughs> I'm the teacher. And the lesson comes to me first. God, please send my divine appointment. Send it tonight if you want to. Don't matter to me. It can be through a telephone call. It can be through an email. Okay? Sometimes we just need to see. Sometimes we need to see things in a different light. Okay, and so that's what that's what these uncommon individuals do for us. They help us to see the world in a different light. They help us find purpose, definition, and direction. Some of y'all been saying, "God, show me my purpose," and God done used so many people, <laughs> and, and, and you done ignored all of them. You have ignored all of them for whatever reason. Maybe they didn't speak in tongues and throw oil on your head and, and, and prophesy to you. No. You, 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 all, you'd be surprised at how many of us have missed it. And not only have missed it, but how many times we've missed it. So they're going to help us find purpose, definition, and direction. Okay, the uncommon man and woman can change the way we think. Some of us got stinking thinking. Our thinking stink. <laughs> Some of us, no, really, now y'all know I'm telling the truth. Some of our way of thinking is just, it stinks. Sometimes my thinking stink. Hey, man, it stinks. Sometimes I have to ask myself, excuse me. Sometimes I have to ask myself, why are you thinking like that? And then how we think, we make decisions sometimes based upon how we think. And then sometimes, I don't know whether or not y'all want to be transparent, sometimes we make decisions and then we have to, we don't even know why we made that decision. We just made it. But that's what we were thinking. But God's going to send these people. <laughs> Okay, and once again, I said it. You might be sitting right next to him right now. I don't want nobody to hit the person you sit next to and say, "I told you right there." You're not uncommon. <laughs> if that's what you did, you're not uncommon because you don't have to tell nobody you're uncommon. Okay, they will be able to identify. Okay, just because you're in their presence. All right, let's move on because I'm feeling better now. Now, 
One of the things is we, that we have to talk about is changing directions. It's very important. Changing direction. You guys see my little street sign up there? One way will take you the same way. The other way is going to be the road to change. I know already that a lot of us don't like change. When this first happened and they told us we couldn't go to church and we was going to have to go to Zoom or Facebook or Ustream and everything like that, you guys really should have seen your pastor. I didn't literally do it, but in my mind, I was on the floor kicking. And, oh! okay, and the reason I was in, in my mind on the floor is, is because this ain't nothing we're accustomed to. We've never done this before. Do you want to know what my only hope and consolation was? Really, my only consolation was simply this. That God put everybody on the same level. <laughs> So it didn't really matter who you were, how much money you made. It, it, it just didn't matter, you know, what who you thought you knew. God placed all of us on the same level. And so then, now here's what God is saying now, during this time. He said, I'm giving all of us, all of you an opportunity to change directions. Now, you know, me being the pastor, I always got to just go all the way down, to, 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 to all the way down and explain everything. Change directions don't mean you have to change churches. He's not telling you to change jobs. That ain't what he's saying right now. What is the best opportunity to change your life? Let me tell you something. If you got a job, you better keep it. <laughs> you better keep it. Because God can elevate you right where you are. Come on, Brother Chris be testifying all the time. People losing jobs and he getting raises. Come on here. Who is that? That ain't nobody but God. God can bless you right where you are. So changing directions. So what's this? So the uncommon man is rare and should be valued because, as we said in the first one, they have something that you need. So Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in Rome, Romans, uh, the first chapter. You might want to write this down. Romans, the first chapter. Uh, verse number 11, Romans 1 and 11. Look what he says. He says, for I long to see you that I may, don't miss this word, impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. Now watch what he's saying here. He says, I long to see you that I may impart. In other words, that word impart is communicate, convey. Watch this next word, transfer. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Transfuse unto you. In other words, I got something I want to transfer into you. How many of y'all know? Okay, let me say it like this. How I many of y'all know spirits can be transferred? <laughs> a bad spirit can be. All right, have you ever been sitting in church when we were in church? Have you ever been sitting in church and somebody yawned next to you and you found yourself yawning? You weren't thinking about yawning. <laughs> it's a spirit to transfer. Somebody next to you nod their head and go to sleep. You got to be careful because now that's a sleepy spirit. Next thing you know, guess what? You're going to find your head, you're going to find yourself bobbing. So Paul says to the church at Rome, I long to see you. They didn't have Zoom. They didn't have Facebook. I long to see all of you guys, but thank God for modern technology. I can still impart into you, communicate, convey. Okay? He says, under you some spiritual gift. I want y'all to, to make that bold when you write it. Spiritual gift. This transfer, this transfusion, this conveying our communication is spiritual. I, I need y'all to get that because that's going to be key. 
How did I start off? When your spirit is blessed, your spirit man is blessed, it will affect every area, every aspect of your life. Come on, I ain't going to quote a bunch of scriptures. Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. All of these, what? Things shall be added unto you. And so he says that I'm going to impart. I'm going to impart. I want to be the, that uncommon man. And I want to impart. Now, the English word established, it comes from the Greek word, steriza. It means to turn resolutely in a specific direction. When you look at that word, uh, 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 resolutely, it means determinedly, decisively, definitely. I like this one, stubbornly. <laughs> in other words, I am determined <laughs> that I'm going to change directions. You become stubborn. <laughs> Okay, now I understand that the other translation of that word uh, established means strengthen. I understand that as well. But it also means in the Greek, I'm decisive. I'm decisive. In other words, nothing you can do and nothing you can say can change my mind. Okay, because I got to go in a specific direction. You'd be surprised how many people get up in the morning and don't even know what direction they're going in. You say, I'll be back. Where are you going? I don't know. You can always tell when the person really don't know where they're going because they, they'll, they'll get in the car, they'll drive down to you, they'll stop by 7-Eleven. Then they'll see something on the side of the road. Stop there. Then they'll see the thrift store. Stop at the thrift store. Then they oh, Jack in the Box. I just passed Jack in the Box. You didn't have Jack in the Box on your mind. Just a person that with no direction. Okay? Well, but here, the uncommon person that God's going to set up with a divine appointment it's going to speak something into your life that's going to change your entire life. And not only is it going to change your life, but it's going to change your direction. I mean, y'all know decisions that we make in life really change the directions of our life. Basic decisions that we make in life change the direction of our life. Well, let me use an example if I can. I know Michael and Asia don't get mad, won't get mad at me, and if they did, it don't matter. Watch this. Their life has changed directions since MJ was born. <laughs> and it has changed direction more than they could have anticipated. I keep telling y'all, listen to this. It's one thing to be a co-pilot, but it's another thing to be a pilot. Ain't it amazing if, if you're on a plane, you would know how to fly that plane? You'd be sitting up there, right that pilot got us jumping and all that stuff. Boy, let me just get up there and fly that plane. <laughs> okay? It's one thing to see other people raise their kids, but then it's another thing when it's time for you to raise your own. It will change the whole direction of your life. And so watch this. Here again, here again. When we look at Romans, okay, in what I read, we learned that the Holy Spirit directs the steps of a good man. And the bottom line is the Apostle Paul had something in him that could be imparted into others that would change the course of their lives. And you all know Paul was an uncommon man. Please, this is the same Paul who once was Saul. And y'all know, time won't allow me to go through it. Saul was a persecutor of the church. He hated the church. He hated believers. He hated anything that had to do with God. He was just an uncommon man. Uh-oh, what that mean, pastor? You know what that means? That means that I want all of us to not allow our past to dictate our future. <laughs> Paul was horrible. 
But yet, when he had an encounter with the Lord, the Lord changed his direction, put him on a street called Street. Hey, glory be to God. I felt that one. <laughs> but he changed his direction. Now, I said, some folk, some folk, no, let me move on. I ain't gonna finish. Some people will never let you live down your past. But here's what you tell them next time. You tell them, that was my past when I was common. <laughs> I got a new, I got a new life now that I'm uncommon. Because here it is, the uncommon man, don't miss this, don't miss this, don't miss this, don't miss this, don't miss this. The uncommon man carries an uncommon gift. And I'll tell you something, it's uncommon because you don't have nothing to do with it. It's uncommon because you have no control over it. See, anything that's, oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Anything in the spirit realm that you feel you have control over, you got it all mixed up. I'm going to say it again. Anything in the spirit realm that you feel that you have control over, you got it all mixed up. The uncommon man, the uncommon woman carries an uncommon gift. Now, told you it was spiritual. Paul wrote about gifts given by Christ after the resurrection. All right, what did he write in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 11 and 12? And he gave some, and I'm not going to teach long on this, apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Here's a reason for the perfecting of the saints. I got to add now, that word perfecting is for the maturing of the saints. God wants us to mature, y'all. Amen. You shouldn't be saved five years, ten years, and still at the same spot. Okay? For the perfecting, the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Okay? So you watch these folks that say, oh, God's trying to do us a new thing, but we shouldn't have no churches no more. The devil is a liar. Okay? It's for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Okay? Unless y'all see something that I don't see in there, (laughs) help me out. That is the purpose of these gifts. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, is for the maturing of the saints, work of the ministry, edifying of the body of Christ. That's why he gave the gifts. And here's the thing, notice something. Paul was basically saying he gave these gifts to uncommon men and women. (laughs) Okay? Now notice, Paul described five different ministry gifts having five different graces on their lives. But I need you to notice something. It was for one common goal. And that was to help you to do what the Holy Spirit has called you to do. But Michael, when I, when I was typing that, I said, wait, wait, should it be help you do what the Holy Spirit has called you to do, or should it be to help you to do what the Holy Spirit has called you to do? Well, I thought about it. I said, if I had just put to help you do what the Holy Spirit has called you to do, what if I don't have a desire to do it? 
But when I say to help you to do, God has to help us. See, 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 oh, Lord, thank you. God has to help some of us to do, to have a mind to even do. I'm going to say it, I'm, I'm, I'm yours, Pastor. Sometimes it seems like some of y'all don't even have a mind to do. And what I mean, I don't mean clean up the yard and, and clean the bathroom. I'm talking about to allow God to take your gifts. Okay, there are special sacrifices that have to be made. You've got to spend some time with God. You can't entangle yourself. Oh, my God, what does the Bible say? No man that goes to war entangleth himself with the world. So when, you, when we really want to be used by God, and when God, someone said, well, the pastor won't let me exercise my gift. Well, what is your gift? Everybody that say that they are, uh-oh, let me go back, let me go back. You all do know, you all do know that we have some uh, man-made apostles. We have some prophets who have given themselves their own name. Um, we, wait, wait, wait let, me, let me go back. Apostles, when you look at that word apostles, apostles are those individuals who establish churches. Once they get those churches established, they put somebody else in the church, they leave that church, and they go establish another church. That's what an apostle does. We got apostles now who ain't never had a church. How <laughs> you be an apostle and you ain't never had a church? <laughs> Okay, so 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 evangelists. We got people who make themselves pastors. People have the title pastor and don't even have a garage. I'm not being facetious. I'm just trying to show you all. Anybody can have a title. Teachers. Paul says something about that. Paul says it's a lot of people out teaching that need to be taught. You can't edify the body of Christ. If you're the one that need to be taught. Okay? So, 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 basically what I'm saying is, hey, if you feel that you have the gift of whatever, you have to ask God to help you with that gift. Okay? And God will help you. But you just can't have God help you when you want him to help you. You can't have God to help you teach when it's your time, only when your time to teach. Say amen. You got to, watch, watch this. When you have the gift of teaching, you got to listen to other people when they teach. So the Teresa tell you, I'm a preacher. I love to sit here at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning looking at preachers. I'm always giving out. I got to have, I got to take something in. Yeah. So that's how it goes. And by me, watch this, listening to other preachers I'm in the right spirit. They be imparting stuff to me over the internet. How many of y'all know God don't have no certain place he has to dwell in order for somebody to impart into you? All right, let me move on. Let me move on. Somebody say, move on, Pastor. Move on. Just move on. But it's all for one common goal, and that is to help you to do. This is the purpose of the uncommon man. It's to get you up. Huh? Stick a pen up underneath you. <laughs> and get you motivated in the things of God. In the things of God. Not how do I get rich? Not how can I become an investor? Not how, not, nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. But if, if, if just think what would happen if we spent more time investing in God as we do in whatever else we're investing in. Don't you know God will make whatever you're trying to do work faster for you? Oh, I just said it. Y'all better listen to me. God will make whatever you want to do. It'll work faster for you when you put him first. Because then what he'll do, he'll speak to, he'll speak to your spirit man. And when you don't know what to say, you open up your mouth and the Holy Ghost will just start speaking. You have to stop and say, whoa, where did that come from? That wasn't in me. No, it wasn't in you. The Holy Spirit just stuck it in you real quick so that you could achieve 
what you wanted to achieve. All right, and so now watch this. Not everyone back in Paul's day saw the uncommon gift in the Apostle Paul. Don't get mad because people don't see the gift that's in you. I'm going to make you see what my gift is. Come here, let me hit you upside your head because you're going to see this gift. No. Because you know what, Greater St. Luke Church of God in Christ, 3195 L Street, San Diego, California, 92102. If you can't see the gift that's in your pastor, it don't hurt me. You're the one that's not benefiting if you choose not to benefit from the gift that God has given to me. <laughs> so, so, so don't worry about people. Won't nobody acknowledge my gift? Obviously, you don't have one. Uh-oh. Because if you had one, people would be able to identify what your gift is. So quit talking about who won't who who won't notice your gift. If they're not noticing it, obviously it's not out there enough. And what I mean out there in the spirit realm, where there can be a connection with their spirit, okay, with your spirit that have the gift to be able to identify that's what you are. People tell me all the time. People tell me all the time, boy, no matter what, you just sound like a preacher. Don't preach to me. I don't even be preaching that they say don't preach to me. That's what I do. That's my gift. They're able to identify it. <laughs> okay? I'm a preacher. I shouldn't be sounding like a pimp. Y'all missing this. I shouldn't be sounding like a pimp. Well, that's what the world want to, you know, hear so that I can be you know, common. I ain't trying to be common. I want to sound like a preacher when I talk. That's uncommon. All right. And so a lot of people, they didn't, they didn't care too much for Paul. He was uncommon. Uh, they saw Paul as a threat. <laughs> when you become uncommon, people are going to see you as a threat. Think about it. You, you, You'll go on a job interview and won't get the job. It ain't because you wasn't qualified because they saw the threat. Come on here. How come I didn't get that job? How come I didn't get that job? I, I know I did everything right. Yes, you did everything right. They, they just couldn't identify with their gift. It became a threat. They didn't know that your gift, whatever you had to offer. Well, let me just take it. Let me just take out the gift real quick. Sometimes they're a threat with your talent. Think about it. Come on. Sometimes people are threatened by your talents. God, some, some, some of you saints are talented. You know, you, you, you can just do what you do. People, that become a threat to people. But don't you worry about that. Your gift will make room for you. Okay? Don't worry about it. And so Paul, Paul, uh, uh, real quick, I got to show you. Because it was so bad. It was so bad, Paul wrote about his mistreatment. <laughs> right there in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. He said, for yourselves, brethren, know our entrance, in other words, me coming unto you, that it was not in vain, but even after that we had suffered before, we were shamefully treated, as ye know, at Philippi. We were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. I want you to write that down, much contention. There's a lot of contention going on, but it ain't because of the gospel. <laughs> See, some of y'all thought you was uncommon because you could keep a bunch of mess stirred up. That, that makes me uncommon. That ain't what Paul is talking about. He's talking about because of the gospel. Okay? When you look at the word, when you look at the word contention, it means dispute and strong disagreement. We call it warfare. But can I please help us? Let's make sure it's really warfare. In the spirit. <laughs> okay? You owing me money and won't pay me back, and now we're arguing 
That ain't warfare. That ain't warfare. That's just you didn't pay me back my money. Don't blame that on the devil. The devil, I rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. That won't make you pay me back my money. They, they, they just don't have it or they don't feel like paying you back. Nothing spiritual about that. And then look at this. Uncommon men do not get along with everybody. All you guys that are trying to get along with everybody, there's no way you can get along with everybody. And I know you're going to try to quote scripture with me. I know. So let me just get ahead of you. What Pastor the Bible said, live peaceably with all men. No, read the scripture. It says, live peacefully as much as within you, as much as you possibly can. Okay? Because you're going to come, come across some people, it's just going to be impossible. <laughs> they say as much as you can. Okay? And when you're living for God, and, and, and when you don't compromise with what they want to compromise with, you, so, it, folk ain't going to get along with you. Okay? Come on. Even on your job. Don't compromise on your job so that people can get along with you, so people can like you. Wrong is wrong. Right is right. You have to make that decision. Uncommon men do not get along with everyone. Okay? You cannot expect to fly like an eagle hanging around chickens. I just thought I'd throw that one in. <laughs> You're uncommon. Okay. Something else. Look at this. Write down difference. Difference. Write that down. Difference. There is a difference between common and uncommon. There's a huge difference. All right. And learning the difference will help us understand how valuable the uncommon man or woman is to us. Okay? We have to learn the difference. Look at here. Really point. To be common is to be ordinary with no distinction. It's to be ordinary. Now, these are people that no one remembers because they do not do anything that is important enough to remember. Hmm? They can be good people. They can be good people. But they are a blend of everything that is common. <laughs> now, now, I'm not trying to put anybody down here. All of us are important to Christ. Let's establish that. Okay? We are important to Christ. But not everyone will do what it takes to walk fully in the things of God. That, that's what's going to make the difference between the common and the uncommon. Those that will dedicate themselves to walk fully in the things of God. So consequently, some walk in light, others walk in darkness. Some obey God. Some rebel against God. People are different. Okay? We are surrounded every day by the ordinary and average. The ordinary are the people that we meet every day. You meet them one day and you forget them the next day. Those are the ordinary, the common. Those are the ones that leave no meaningful impact on your life. There's nothing different about them. And you have to understand that difference is an important characteristic. I'm going to say it again. Difference is an important characteristic. Nobody remembers ordinary, common, or the average. But here's the good news. Uncommon, before we get to this question, 
uncommon men and women, they are different. They're different. All right, they're different. They are not like everybody else. That's why they're different. Somebody just came. Look at this. Look at this. The uncommon have a different way of looking at life. They are gifted. Okay. They are they are gifted. Okay. It is there. It is there. It is there. It is their uncommonness that sets them apart from everybody else. They're different. I don't know about you all. I want to be different from everybody else. All right. So somebody tell me real quick. Somebody tell me. Who are these uncommon men and women? <laughs> Who are these uncommon men and women? Who are they? Can somebody name one person? Pastor, there's the ones who uh, stick out, the ones who are different. The ones who stick out, the ones who are different. Well, guess what? That's that, 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 That's right. But guess what? I got good news for all you guys. They could be anyone. <laughs> they could be anyone. Could be the school teachers. Could be a carpenter. A nurse. Remember I told you, a family member. The one you sit next to. It could be me, pastor. <laughs> it could be co-workers. Employers. Okay? Because watch this. These uncommon men and women are trusted. They're responsible. They're proven. They are the ones that shine clarity into confusing darkness. They'll bring peace in the midst of storms. The uncommon man and woman is going to bring courage in the midst of fear. They're not going to approach you and make you more fearful than what you already are. Yes, we all are experiencing the exact same thing. Okay, but watch this, but watch this. They're the ones who come and say, look, we're going to make it. Remember I told you, they have a different language. They're the ones that when you want to sing the blues, they have a way of turning that blues around. They have you singing jazz, just kidding. <laughs> In other words, you want me just singing, oh my goodness, I feel like it's the midnight hour all day long. No. They have a way because they're uncommon. Even though you're going through what you're going through, they have a way of lifting you, causing your direction to change, causing your attitude to change. Okay? The uncommon, they have a different way of totally looking at life. That's the uncommon person. You, you, you talk to them all the time. Really. We talk to uncommon people all the time. Okay? Just because they have a different way of looking at life. And, and the way that they look at life versus sometimes the way we look at life. Okay? They're trying to impart something in us. They're trying to let us know we're going to make it. They're gonna, you know what? They, they, they'll tell you, lift your head up. Lift your, lift your head up. And because it's spiritual, they're going to say, lift up your heads, O ye gates. You've been lifting them up to everlasting doors and the king of glory came, the king of glory shall come in. Who don't want the king of glory to come in? Huh? Anybody want the king of glory to come into your situation? The king of glory to come into your relationship? The king of glory to come into your illness? The king of glory to take a trip to your job? The king of glory shall come in. The only way it's going to come in is, guess what? You got to lift your head up. That's scripture. Then he says, who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. 
and even lift him up to everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Let me close with this. Let me close with this. Let me close with this. It's healthy to get around the uncommon man and woman because they will inspire you. Stop hanging around folks. I'm going to say it again. Stop hanging around people that don't inspire you. Stop hanging around people. Every time you get around them, you get depressed. Something wrong. <laughs> you got to say, hey, hey, God, hey, boy, hey, best friend. It could be a best friend. I don't care who it is. Misery love company. And you have to tell them, I know we've been friends now for 30, 40 years, but uh-uh, I'm getting tired of having to readjust when I leave your presence. I'm getting tired of having to carry a handkerchief to stop from crying every time I talk to you. All right? So, 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 so look, it's healthy to get around the uncommon man and woman. They'll inspire you. Write this down. Inspiration is like medicine to the heart. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't have to take so many aspirin for a headache when we get through talking with some folk. Quit talking to them. That'll get you off the aspirin. <laughs> okay? Inspiration is like medicine. And this is one of those, this is one of the reasons we should value access. Remember I talked about that last week? Access. That when somebody's uncommon, that we have access to those individuals so that they can impart into us. And through their impartation, we can find inspiration. We can find direction. We can, we can become refocused. Think about it. If you've had your glasses for a period of time, you when this thing opened up, you want to go get your eyes re-examined. I got my glasses probably a year and a half ago, and it's time to go get some new ones already because the focus. They're not doing like they used to do. Now watch this. See, see, do you all see what I just did? I blamed it on my glasses. And it ain't my glasses' fault. It's my eyes are getting worse. <laughs> see? So I need to go get my eyes re-examined so they can give me some new glasses. Sometimes that's what we got to do with our life. It ain't everybody else around you. Uh-oh. It ain't everybody else around you. Maybe you need to do a self-examination and say, it's me, it's me. It's me, oh Lord. If every time you show up, there's an argument, it ain't everybody else in the room. Come on, somebody. It's got to be you. If a dark cloud come over the room every time you walk in, it was plenty of light before you got there, but as soon as you walked in, there was a cloud. You don't understand. You the cloud. <laughs> Self-examination. Okay? Appreciate. Value. Access. When God sets up that divine appointment. Those that recognize, and I'm finished, those that recognize the uncommon man honor the gift within them. They honor the gift that's within them. Honor is one of the keys to unlocking their wisdom and inspiration. You can't treat the uncommon man any kind of way and think that you're going to get their inspiration and their wisdom. <laughs> the Bible says do what? Give honor where honor is due. And there's a reason the Bible said do that because 
God knew that when you give honor to where honor is due, it unlocks that individual's wisdom and their inspiration. I got to go. Listen, wisdom with no inspiration is kind of boring. <laughs> inspiration, uh-oh, without wisdom is detrimental. It takes both. You have to have wisdom and you have to be, when we use that word inspiration, you have to be inspiring. You have to be, you have, you have to be inspiring when you talk. If, if when you talk, people just start dozing off, standing up, going to sleep, maybe you ought to put a little bit into what you're saying. Okay, I'm trying to help us here because you may be that uncommon man, that uncommon woman that God wants to use, but it's more than just opening up your mouth. You have to keep people's attention. Okay, if you can't keep my attention, I'm going to tune you out. I might. Some of y'all might have already tuned me out. I don't know. <laughs> it don't matter to me because I... I'm giving, I'm, I'm imparting into you. It's up to you whether or not I'm too boring or too loud or too whatever. That's up to you. But I ain't going to sit here and be monotone. And you know why I can't be monotone? Because when I talk about the things of God, it inspires me. Y'all get in the word. The word of God will inspire you. Okay? And so honor is one of the keys to unlocking the uncommon man and woman, wisdom and inspiration. Y'all got a lot of wisdom. I'm looking at it, all these names and faces I'm looking at. There's a lot of wisdom and inspiration in these names that I'm looking at. No, Pastor, not me. All right, if you say not you, then not you. God bless you. <laughs> you thought I was going to try to pull you up. No, you got to pull yourself up. You got to tell yourself, I can. You might have failed, but you got to pick yourself up. We're supposed to stay in the house. I can't come pick you up. I'm under <laughs> I'm under the law. I got to stay at home. Pick yourself up. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Okay? You want to sing a solo? Okay, I'll let you sing. You better practice. Go in the bathroom. All this time you've been at home, practice singing on key. Practice reading. Practice. Okay? Because it's something that we have to do. It's not just going to happen, but we have to do it. And so that's it for tonight. That's it for tonight. I hope y'all took enough notes on identifying the uncommon man. And the way you're going to identify that uncommon man or woman is not through your flesh. Because the first thing your flesh is going to do when you look at him is say, huh, look at her. Look at him. Who do he think he is? What's it? I remember when. A child, I remember when. What if Paul had to had allowed them to stop him because they said, I remember when. He wouldn't have never been able to impart into them how he did. God used him mightily. Your past is your past. Once he forgives you of your sin, he casts him into a sea of forgiveness to remember them no more. Now pick yourself up. Lift up your head. Change your attitude. Change your song. Anybody can sing a sad song right now. We don't need no sad songs right now. Come on here, somebody. I'm, 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 I'm imparting some stuff into your life. We don't need no sad songs right now. All of us can sing a sad song. I can unmute everybody now, and everybody can give a sad story. Everybody can tell us somebody that's sick in their family. Everybody can tell us somebody who died in their family. Everybody can tell it. All of us can say it. Okay. This staying at home, having Zoom meetings and stuff is worse than going to work. 
meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. It is just stressful. It's, 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 it's just terrible. But thank God we have means of being able to do it. Don't complain. God, I thank you. I have a computer. Somebody's trying to somebody's trying to do it and don't even have a computer. All right? Does somebody have a computer but don't have internet? And you got high-speed internet and complaining. You get to sit home and sip on some water and eat some famous Amos cookies and potato chips at work. <laughs> Change the uncommon person will change their attitude. They speak the language of faith that I can do all things through Christ, which